Hi, everybody. It is Michael White. How's it going? Welcome to the Love and Relationship Podcast, our evening show, um, which we're really excited to do for you guys and have this evening show. Uh, You know, as you guys know, Mondays, we do a reaction video to a video of our choosing based off of relationships, dating, and then we break down and discuss the video. And then on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, it's just a straight up conversation, um, which ends up on Spotify, iTunes, um, and all social media platforms. So that's always a fantastic time. Look, guys, please like, share, subscribe the video before I get into today's topic. We don't ask you guys for much. It's free to do, but we do have requirements if you are going to rock with this channel. Um, And it's also understanding that we're not for everybody. Some of the stuff that we say you might not like. You might be like, I don't like those guys. And that's fine. You're open to your opinion. You're open to your views. We're only here to share our perspective, our point of view to help you get the results that it is you're looking for. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Is the information that we are providing helping you get the results that you're looking for either in your dating life or your personal life? So that's what it comes down to. So again, guys, please like, share, and subscribe the video. I am going to play our promo video, and then we're going to jump into today's topic. So let's get into today's topic. People don't waste your time. They steal it. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? I'm going to break it down, right? Because a lot of times, either when it comes to friendships or when it comes to dating, the number one thing that that we complain about is I'm wasting my time here. They stole my time. The person's not being reciprocative back, like you're doing a lot and they're doing very little. And we need to look at that from all aspects. So I'm going to break it down from a relationship standpoint, and then I'm going to break it down from a friendship standpoint. So from a relationship standpoint, let's say you're getting to know somebody, you're interested, they're interested, but they're not as reciprocative, right? Or they're playing games, Right. Like, let's say you're even in the phase of getting to know each other and they're playing games. That person is stealing your time. Because they're not as serious as you are. And that's where the uh, disconnect comes in, because I've had a lot of guy friends and girlfriends be interested in someone. This person shows them a little bit of attention, um, you know, sexual attention, like interest. But they don't commit to them. And you see, that's the thing. That's where your time is being stolen. Because if your intention is to be in a committed relationship, right? Let's say that is your your um, end goal. That is your bread and butter. That's what it is you want. And you're entertaining somebody that likes you but won't commit to you. They've stolen your time at that point. Because... You're showing up every day. You're putting in time, attention, and energy. You're doing all the things that either a boyfriend 
or or a girlfriend should do or hypothetically wife or husband should do, but this person's not committing. So now you're stuck in a tangent of what should I do? I think in that situation, it's very simple. You need to confront the person um, and ask them to um, require. That's why I think it's very important. You need to require for them to say, hey, look, like, what are we doing? Is this a thing? What are we doing? And if they give you flimsy answers and they can't be direct with you, you need to leave. Your time is being stolen. Because imagine, this person is stealing your time, time that you're never going to get back. Right? So you're wasting your best time and best years on someone that's not even giving you their best. Right? And that's where you're getting hurt. That's where I've noticed, actually, as a lot of the disconnect and pain is entertaining people that aren't entertaining you. And that's what I said, if you want to avoid a lot of hurt and pain, commit to people that are committed to you. Honestly, it, it is a lifesaver. I know for me, it has been because I'll look at my life and say, as that person is committed to me as I am to them, if not, then I won't give them the extra time of day. I just won't. Because it's like, if your mindset is, and again, depending on where you're at in life and how old you are and what your commitments are and all these other things, because I don't want to make it sound like this person has to give you their world when they when we have all these other commitments to do. But at the end of the day, if they're never going to make you a priority, like let's say you call or you text and you're really trying to maintain a a relationship with this individual, because I'll switch over to friendship later. And you're really trying to maintain a relationship with this individual and it's not being reciprocated. I think you pretty much have your answers at that point. You know, there's no need to beg. There's no need to um, do any of those things because I think a lot of times, and this is the worst thing to do. And that's why I'm so glad that we're talking about it. Um, We beg people for their time and attention. Think about it. Think of how weird that is. Someone claims to care about you in a relationship context, but you have to beg them for time and attention. Does that really sound like a very healthy relationship? You have to beg them to call. You have to beg them to uh, you know, go on dates or spend time with you. That doesn't sound like a healthy relationship. It sounds like they don't have really burning desire for you, as in the sense of like, they don't really like you that much. And that's probably a relationship to exit. Because all you're going to do is create more pain for yourself long term, because this is what happens, especially from a relationship context. You end up getting burned out because you're giving and 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 nothing's being reciprocated. And then at that point, that's when you actually start to look foolish. That's when you start to look like, well, what am I doing? And look, I'm going to sit here and be honest with you. I've made the mistake multiple times, multiple times. Honestly, being in a relationship where I'm always having to make the plans, I'm always having to do the calling and the texting, And you burn out after a while because you can't see it because you're in it. And and part of you maybe doesn't want to admit it. 
that this person doesn't like you like that. They don't care about you like that. Because if they did, you wouldn't have to beg for their efforts. But you see, when you're in that relationship and you're having to do those things, you it also shows a lack of love for yourself. You see, and I think like that's the biggest narrative that we also have to look at is if you're pursuing someone just to get like a droplet of attention or a droplet of time or a droplet of love and you're having to squeeze it out of them, it shows the love that you don't have for yourself because you're having to try so hard just to get a little bit of love out of somebody that clearly doesn't want to give it or somebody that clearly doesn't want to commit to it. So uh, on this podcast, we're actually, I actually really do want to talk about it is attachment and detachment because you have to feel comfortable with both. You have to feel comfortable with getting attached to someone and detaching from someone if you need to be, because there's healthy attachments and there's unhealthy attachments. So you honestly have to learn to do both. And in situations like this one, you have to learn to detach yourself to say, clearly, they don't want to be here. I'm going to stop trying. I'm going to move on with my life, take my life somewhere else. Because why are you going to continue to give this person your best years and your time and attention and constantly let them steal it? Because again, this is where the accountability comes in. And that's on you because at the end of the day, that's like you owning a store and you know, this person's stealing from you all the time. Like, you know it, but then you just constantly keep letting it happen. You take no affirmative action. You take nothing. You just say, yep, keep stealing from me. It's fine. So when they come into your store, which is your life, they steal your time and attention, your energy, your resources. And you're just sitting there behind the counter like, yep. Go ahead. See you next week. See you next Wednesday. I know you're going to be back to steal from me again. No problem. And that's what a lot of people are doing. They're just allowing people to come into their store and constantly steal from them all the time. Instead of saying, going to the door, taking the sign and saying store closed. So when the person shows up and they say, well, hey, you used to let me in here all the time. And we're talking about your life. You used to let me in here all the time. What happened? What changed? Sorry, you kept stealing from me. Store's closed for you. You can't come in here no more. Sorry. And no matter how much they come back, store's closed. Um, so again, I'm going to take a small little break. Not a super break, but I am going to talk about the next topic, which is friendship. As you guys can see, we actually have a new, well, I have a new poster uh, street Fighter. Uh, as you guys don't know, probably not, um, I am a huge fan of anime. I am. Not the crazy stuff, but like mostly the Street Fighters, the Dragon Balls, all that type of stuff. Used to be very ashamed of it, but now that, you know, I'm starting to grow into myself and stuff like that, now there's no shame. Um, you know, I do have a, uh, a liking for that type of art, Spider-Man, you name it, Marvel, all those type of cool things. So, um, I really do enjoy those type of things. And you probably will see more of uh, these type of cool posters as time goes on. Um, and then I also have a sword collection, which I'm building as well. 
Um, so let's get into the second the second topic. And this kind of pours into what we talked about before. Um, about one-sided friendship. So this actually ties into that. With a friend, them stealing your time. So let's say you have a friend. Let's say you've maybe known them. Again, we like to use hypotheticals here because we don't like to just pull things out of our bottom. Let's say you've had a friend for five years. You guys were really tight back in the day, really close. But as you guys got older, you got different commitments. Maybe they got a family, you stayed single, whatever, whatever. These things happen, right? As we grow older and we take on different commitments, we get wives, we get kids, we get new jobs, we get whatever. But let's say one person, we'll just use Frank and Joe, it's easier that way. So let's say Frank is constantly trying to maintain the relationship with Joe. Right. But Joe has kids. He has a family. He has whatever. And then Frank has a job, but his life's a lot more flexible. Right. But he's trying to maintain a friendship that they've had for years. Right. But Frank keeps canceling on Joe all the time. He doesn't show up, maybe shoots a text message here and there, but he's not really as much reciprocated. Right. So Frank's off working, raising his kids, taking care of his wife. Joe sitting here, you know, working, single life, enjoying himself. But, you know, he misses his friendship with his buddy, Frank. And, you know, he's trying to maintain the relationship. But, you know, Frank's busy. He has things going on. At some point, Joe's just going to be like, Frank's stealing my time because he's not reciprocating. He's not giving anything back. He's literally just living his best life while Joe is here reminiscing about, man, we used to be so close. We used to be so tight and he's trying to bring the friendship back to what it used to be. So in that sense, um, especially if Frank kind of only wants to operate on his terms, Joe is just going to be like, you know what? He's clearly not interested in maintaining the five-year friendship that we've had. He doesn't care about it. It's not that those five years were wasted, but in this present current time, Frank's not giving the time and attention like he used to. So, you know, his time is being stolen because nobody likes being canceled on. That's, you know what I mean? Especially when it's happening consistently. So at this point, Joe's just like, there's no point. And I honestly think in a situation like that, when you're dealing with friends, because we all have different lifestyles, we all have different commitments. I believe that no matter what you have going on in your life, people that you see of value, you want to keep them close. That's just me. No matter what you have going on, guys, I have friends that are like, they make busy look like a joke because of the lifestyles that they live. Married, six kids, four kids, three kids. They got a lot going on, but I know that with those guys, I can always reach out, count on them to always be there. And that's the thing. Like they're busier, man. Like they run businesses, kids, wives. But I think at the end of the day, if you see inherent value in somebody, you'll always make the time because that's the thing, right? You don't want people stealing your time. It's the only thing that you own on this earth. So 
I always like to assess, and this is me, you can take it or you can use it. What I like to do is there are certain people that I love to have close to me. I will move heaven and earth for you. And then there's other people I won't. That's just how I look at it. Because it to me, it depends on the friendship. And the fact is, I look at it from this spectrum. Are you reciprocative? To me, that's my guiding stake and guiding rule. How reciprocative are you? If you're not that reciprocative, I won't be that reciprocative. And it's not being like a kid or being childish, but it's just understanding that I'm not going to give more if you're going to give very little because then it sets the tone that you can do very little work and be rewarded with 100% benefits when it doesn't work that way. That's the tone you're setting. So if you have a friend and they're wasting your time, they don't reply to text messages, they don't set up um, dates to hang out or nothing like that, um, or they just kind of do it whenever they feel like it, they're stealing your time. And then at that point, as I said, you have to decide is, are you going to close the store? Are you going to take the sign and close the store and say, look, you don't have access no more. I tried with you. I tried to maintain the friendship. I tried to put in the work. Clearly, it's not that important to you. So it's not that important to me because I've honestly had that happen to me multiple times. Um, I give 100% benefits. The person only gives 20 to 25%. And then they're still being rewarded with 100% benefits. And it's like, no, at some point you're cut off. Like at some point the store's closed because you can't keep giving without getting. It's an equal exchange. It's a give and take, right? So as I look at it, when it comes to people, you need to know the people that you work best with. You need to know to people that respect you and you respect them, where you guys can have a healthy, balanced friendship, where you can have a healthy, balanced um, thing. Because I've noticed that a lot of people, and I, I don't like to do this, it's what I'm changing in my life, is they'll say like, as friends, oh, we're going to do this together, we're going to do this, and it never happens. So it's literally just an idea floating in the air. So like, let's say, for example, you have like friends that are like, we're going to go to Montreal together. We're going to go to Montreal. Don't worry, man, we're going to do it. And it like never happens. It's like, now it's just a floating idea. It's the same thing if you say, well, we're going to meet up, man. Don't worry. We're going to meet up. We're going to have coffee. We're going to have beer. We're going to have a good time. Never happens. So it's like, they're just pumping you up and gaslighting you for something that's never going to come to fruition. And for me, it's like, you have to be so aware of these things. Now, if they cancel and they reschedule, that's different. If they've acknowledged, hey, look, man, I've I've canceled on you a few times. I'm sorry, I'm going to rebook. Can you do this day? That's different because that's a respect for you. But if they just cancel, just flat out, I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like meeting up with them, even though I said I would or whatever, because I used to be that guy. Personally, I used to just flake on people whenever I wanted to. I just didn't feel like doing something. I just didn't do it. And I'm telling you, you actually lose a lot of friends that way. It's better to have the understanding of respect to say, look, I can't make it today, but what does tomorrow look like for you? Or what does X, Y, Z look like for you? Instead of just doing that because you're showing an inherent amount of respect for the other person's time and attention. 
And I think that is a lost art because a lot of people think that they can just cancel on you and that you're still going to show up and that you're still going to be there and that you're still going to give them the love and support and all those things that you were giving before. No, at some point for some people, if you do that too much, they close the store. They say, no, you can't come around here no more. The store's closed. You're not coming in here and stealing my time anymore and attention. And I think sometimes that's the hardest thing to do, especially when you have a history with the person. You don't want to cut someone off you've known for five to 10 years, but you can't use that as your metric. You have to live in the present day. <coughs> Sorry. What is it like presently? How do they show up for you today? Not how they show up, showed up for you five years ago. How do they show up for you today? That's what matters. <coughs> Sorry, guys. That's what matters the most, how they show up today. So I really want you guys to think about that. Number one, don't commit to someone that's not committing to you. Number two, be very aware and have a heightened level of understanding. And number three, don't be afraid to let someone go. Don't be afraid to close the door and say no. No more access for you. Because no one's going to protect your time like you do. This is Michael White. I'm signing off. Take care. Like, share, subscribe. And we will talk to each other later. Take care.